welcome to the NC Serves podcast, brought to you by our NC Serves program, which is one of four programs offered by Veteran Services of the Carolinas, a division of ABCCM. I'm your host, Rochelle Hara, and during this show, we cover community providers who go above and beyond for the veteran community. We'll also share some of the successes and challenges that our veterans and their families have faced during transition and thereafter. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the NC Serves podcast. Uh, Today we have another round of incredible interviews for you. We are here with Carrie and Eric Hill, and Carrie is actually uh, on staff with VSC as our intake coordinator and our team chaplain. And Eric Hill, her husband, is an Army veteran. He was in combat, deployed multiple times, and he also runs an organization called God's Boots. And he is also the pastor to two churches. Um, so both combined, they have a lot going on, but also a lot of knowledge um, and you know advice that they can offer us. And so we're very excited and very thankful that we were able to have them both on here. Uh, and without further ado, let's jump into it. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Rochelle, and I am joined here with Carrie and Eric Hill. Um, they have a very kind of unique situation um, that we would definitely love to learn from. Uh, and then um, Eric has some different sort of affiliations and organizations that he touches with as well as Carrie. So we definitely want to uh, just share their story and go from there. Um, so so tell us a little bit about y'all. Okay, you want to start? Sure, I can start. So um, Eric and I met in high school. We, he was a year ahead of me. Um, we got married right after I graduated. And at that time, Eric was already um, in the army and was stationed at Fort Bragg. And um, like I said, straight out of high school, we got married. I moved to Fort Bragg with him. And um, that was almost 27 years ago. Um, we have two kids, um, a son, Austin and a daughter, Jessie, and um, I work here at VSC uh, at Veterans Services Carolinas as an intake coordinator and also our team chaplain. Like Terry Terry said, we've been together basically forever, Um, and I have bounced from job to job. I spent uh, all together 15 years in the military, and uh, now I have spent the last six years as a pastor in the United Methodist Church. That's awesome. Uh, Eric, can you tell us a little bit more about your military experience? Yeah, I went into uh, the Army after I graduated in 93. Uh, November of 93, I got in. Went to basic trainings, Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Went from basic training in South Carolina to Fort Gordon for communications training. Um, in Augusta, moved from Augusta to Fort Benning for jump school. And from Fort Benning, I went to Fort Bragg and was signed to HHC DISCOM with 82nd Airborne Division, stayed with them for several months before moving to 507th Core Support Group. Um, I got out in July of 1996, was free and clear. I actually got a my honorable discharge certificate on carrying my anniversary in August of 2001. On September 12th, I took that same certificate back to 
a recruiter's office and started the process of getting back in. It took till April of 2002 to be assigned, get back in and be assigned to the 844th Engineers in Knoxville. Uh, from there, I stayed with them for a year, was assigned to the 926 Engineers out of Montgomery, Alabama in February of 2003 and deployed with them. I uh, stayed with the 926 until 2014 when I got out, which included a second deployment in 2009. So it sounds like 9-11 sort of really triggered you to going back into the service. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, how was that? How was dealing with the kids and raising them while he was on these several deployments? So the first deployment, um, our children were five and two. Um, and that was hard. There, no, there's no other real word for it. Um, it was difficult. Um, they did not understand where their father was. Truthfully, neither did I um, in, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, he was at that, that, that deployment. He was stationed in Mosul, Iraq. And um, it, was, it was a hotbed at that time. There was a lot happening. And every day just sort of felt like um, might be the last. Yeah. Um, and so I put out the narrative to anybody that my children engaged with that they were not to talk about the news. Yeah. Um, we kept, they were too little to comprehend. Um, our five-year-old understood it better. Um, our two-year-old, our daughter did not really comprehend it. Um, uh, but our five-year-old is, was a smart and sharp five-year-old and he knew enough to know what was going on. So I asked anyone who had her children, um, you know, who was watching them while I was at work or whatever, just to keep the news off. Um, and that really kind of became a way of life for us. Um, we, we started doing little things around the house, fun things. Uh, we would camp out, we would watch TV, uh, movies together, make popcorn, you know, just little things to try to, um, keep our family going and that included um, emails, letters and, and whatever we could, the brief phone calls to, to Mosul or from Mosul. So did you stay at Fort Bragg during this time or, or did no. you? So, so by that, by the time Eric deployed the first time he was in the reserves and we had moved back home. So um, to our hometown. So my parents um, were our neighbors and his mother as well. So we had a built-in support, which was really the best of the situation right, right there. Yeah, that's at least they had that close families right there. And, you know, you weren't somewhere all by yourself. Right. People you don't know. and Right. Yeah. Um, so as Carrie, as you stated, you work here at VSC and you're an intake coordinator and more importantly, um, <laughs> our team chaplain. And so what, what sort of brought you here to VSC? She was tricked. <laughs> uh, many years ago when after eric's second deployment um he needed a veteran service officer <clears throat> and so at the time brandon wilson who is their director here at vsc was their veteran service officer in haywood county and eric just um went to to brandon for a vso visit that wound up turning into a friendship and when, um, when the need came for someone here, you know, fast forward several years later, 
um, Brandon asked me if I would be interested in coming aboard this team or, or at least, um, you know, going through the interview process. And I told him no. <laughs> um, and so we kind of went back and forth um, with it until I sat at a, at a gala for, for you all and for VSC and, and ABCCM as a whole. And I was taken back by the greatness of this organization. And I decided I wanted in. <laughs> so uh, about a month after that, an opportunity arose during that time, I became an ordained chaplain. And so um, there, when, when Brandon asked if I wanted to interview, um, that was kind of part of the process was would I be willing to come on as the team chaplain as well. Lord knows we need it. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Uh, Eric, so you have an organization called God's Boots. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what that organization does? Yeah, God's Boots came together uh, as a need for support. Uh, ministry comes with its own set of uh, struggles, but being a vet on top of that seemed to amplify some of those struggles. And it was hard to talk to uh, colleagues that were in ministry that had not been in the military. Um, so God's Boots started off as a, a group that where we could turn to one, one another and turn to others who understands those mindsets and uh, struggles. What we have turned into is we still work as a support group for one another, but we also serve as God's boots on the ground, uh, kind of a network. If somebody needs some help in an area, we try to put them in touch with a boot that is close. Um, in January of 2020, we actually added, opened up our uh, membership to law enforcement, firefighters, and EMTs, or somebody who had been one of those, uh, because they were the boots on the ground at home when we were deployed, and they were the ones taking care of our families when we weren't here. Mm, that's awesome. Um, so, I know you said that you were kind, you saw a need there. So, as far as communities go, is it just in Haywood County that y'all are based <laughs> out of, or, or where, where? are y'all kind of deploying those people to everywhere um we we currently have 19 boots um that, like i said they're either somebody who's been in the only criteria for we have for being a member is you have to either be a vet police uh somebody in law enforcement uh firefighters emt or have been one of those but the biggest requirement is that you have to be doing something other than just going to church on sunday you have to be in some type of ministry from Monday to Saturday. Um, but we actually span uh, North Carolina. We have 13 boots in North Carolina spanning from Murphy uh, on one end to Swansboro on the coast. We have three boots in Georgia, one boot in Delaware, one boot in Alabama, and one in Arkansas. And actually one of our North Carolina boots is actually getting ready to move from North Carolina to Texas, which moves God's boots into Texas as well. That's awesome. And so when you say you guys deploy these boots, do you, what exactly does that look like? Are you guys connecting them to resources or what, what exactly is it that y'all are doing? It's uh, outside of this, like I said, the support of one another. It's if somebody says, Hey, we've got somebody in Rockingham um, that needs some help and they, they need somebody to point them in direction. I, we can put them in touch with our boot there and, 
by him living there and being in ministry there, he has the connections with the people that are doing the services that person may need in that area. So they act as almost a liaison um, between that person and getting them services. Plus they offer the moral support. And if, if they are a vet or EMT, firefighter, or law enforcement, they're able to meet somebody that has is on common ground with them. They understand where they're coming from and the things that they need. That's awesome. So are you guys still currently accepting new members? We are. Um, we, we are ever expanding. We actually uh, a month ago actually added two more boots, one in Charlotte and um, uh, the other one's in uh, Arkansas, I believe. So uh, we're, we're still growing. Uh, it, it's a word of mouth and, and people trying to, just get in touch with us and but yeah we are we as long as you've been one of those four things and you're doing something for uh, the kingdom uh, monday through saturday we will gladly take you on so do you guys um serve any anybody who needs help um yes or okay yeah that's awesome um and so carrie i'm kind of jumping back to you so as far as your role as, as chaplain with BSC, um, so what does that kind of look like? And, and what, more importantly, what does that sort of mean to you? So being the chaplain here um, means um, my door is always open for our team. Um, we're spread out across the state in various areas. Um, and what we do tends to be uh a lot. There's a lot of uh, heavy lifting emotionally involved in this job. Um, and so one, one that's, to me, I would think probably one of my primary jobs as chaplain is to kind of keep morale up. Um, prayer, uh, prayer fo- focus for people who need it. Um, just to be an ear or a friend. Um, I open meetings with prayers. I close meetings with prayers. Um, I am available for, you know, various things. Um, but I think, you know, on the whole, uh, I feel like kind of the morale movement of the office, almost like the cheerleader sometimes. Um, I do a, a weekly devotion with our team, and I also do some uh, Bible scripture um on through our, our social medias um and i find that to be incredibly rewarding for me um i find that to be um really the part of my job that i really 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 enjoy is that people feel safe with me um they feel like that i can they can trust me and um and that i can point them to to god yeah, and I can definitely attest to that too. One of the main reasons why I applied for this job years ago was that, you know, the we are a faith-based organization and that's something that really spoke to me because I feel like you don't see that very often mm-hmm. and especially one that has a, as big of an impact as this organization does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like you said, Carrie, the work that we do is very heavy and so... I feel like before you came along and took that role as chaplain, I feel like a lot of us were holding that onto that Mm -hmm. heaviness and, you know, we, 
with you here, we're able to kind of come in and unload that on you. And then, <laughs> and the best thing about it is that you, you completely understand because right. you deal with it too. Right. And so not only are, you know, we able to help you unload that, but we're all, you also help us unload that as mm -hmm. well. And a lot of times I feel like we don't even realize that we're carrying that around until you send out one of your devotions. And it's like, man, that, that's very relevant mm -hmm. to what's going on right now. Um, so it's definitely a huge asset that we didn't have before in this organization. And you can definitely see that that's fostered a lot of relationships within our staff, which is, mm -hmm. which is really incredible. Um, so how, so here's a question for you guys. So Eric, you're a pastor, Carrie, you're a chaplain. And so how does that sort of like put, how does that go back into your guys' personal lives? Like you both have, Eric, you have this incredible organization and Carrie, you do this incredible work here and those can both be very heavy things. So how do you guys help each other sort of unwind from that? Uh, well, we, <laughs> we don't minister to each other. Uh, we, no. we discovered years ago that I could not be uh, her husband and her pastor. Um, she cannot be my chaplain. Um, what we do is we encourage one another. Uh, we listen to one another. <clears throat> and when it gets to a point where we really feel like the other person needs to go speak with somebody, we're able to encourage them. Okay. You need, this is a time when you probably need to go talk to this person or seek this person out, um, to help. Um, I will also say this about Kiri. Kiri is our only civilian member of God's boots. And that's because I don't do anything without her. <laughs> you fall apart if you if, if you try Clearly. Um, <laughs> yeah um we take a lot of care of their relationship um we you know our children are grown now um our children are 20 and uh, 23 and um we're we're <laughs> we're in a in a, you know, a different space of time now where we have a weekly date night. Um, this, the two of us, we go out, um, we spend a lot of time, um, you know, doing things we enjoy together. Um, we like to just take road trips. We like, you know, so, um, but we don't, we don't just rest because we've been married 27 years and we're both in, in ministry. We don't, um, let our relationship just rest. Um, we, we put in as much work in our marriage as we do our jobs. Um, and, and in some instances, our marriage is like another job sometimes. Um, but doing that, I, I feel makes us more effective in our individual roles in, in ministry. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think, that the way you guys handle that, you know, just, just you, you both have a very unique sit situation or relationship just because not only are you a pastor and a chaplain, but it's also the, I'm a veteran and I'm a spouse and have been for a very long time. And so I think this organization being a lot, having a lot of veterans on staff and then also a lot of spouses of veterans on staff, it really helps us um, because there's times where we can go to Carrie and, um, you know, 
we can vent about all this stuff and she completely understands. And then there's these sort of, you know, veteran things that she doesn't necessarily completely understand as far as like personal point of view, like PTSD and things like that, that Eric, you, you definitely have more of a scope on. And so the, the way you guys kind of work together and uh, sort of embrace that and help other people through that is, is really awesome. And I know I've definitely benefited it, uh, benefited from it myself, um, but also the team, um, especially here at our headquarters office, you know, there's been many times where Eric lumbers in and <laughs> kind of does that veteran thing and knife hands you for a little bit and then, and then leaves. <laughs> and then we go cry to Carrie about it. That's right. That's right. I, I think with Eric having, and he can speak to that just a, a second, but I think with Eric, it's not a secret that Eric battles PTSD. Um, most combat veterans do. That's not um, exactly a news flash. Um, but it does give us uh, a fairly unique experience here in that he can come in and like, like you said, most of our staff are, is a veteran or married to one. And Eric can offer, together we offer kind of that unique um, viewpoint of how a veteran feels, how a spouse feels. Right? right? Yes. Eric? <laughs> I don't, I was waiting on the point of what did you wanted me to speak into, but I think you nailed it, so. Yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate you guys both individually and together and the work that you guys do is, is very incredible and it's seen um, not only through our, our organization, but through the community. Um, and so I definitely appreciate you guys coming on here um, and, and giving us a little peek inside y'all's lives. Um, did you guys have anything, um, any last words y'all want to say? Uh, no, I mean, we, you know, we're happy um, to take our faith and, um, and our veteran experience um, and our veteran family experience and um, kind of navigate this world that we find ourselves in right now. Um, we're, Eric and I both are big believers in that nothing happens by chance. Um, and so I feel like we both think that God kind of ordained this time for us um, and that this is not just, you know, something that happened yeah and as far as god's boots or me as a pastor or anybody there's a couple of ways you can actually get you can read more information about god's boots on godsboots.org or you can go uh, to my countrypastor.net site and get to me uh, in contact with me either of those two ways but both of them offer uh, more information about what's going on and what we're doing that's awesome. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for doing this interview, and, and um, we definitely appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the NC Service Podcast. Uh, please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Veterans Services of the Carolinas. And if you are a veteran or you know a veteran in need, please reach out to us at 855-962-8387 or you can visit our website at www.abccm-vsc.org. See you next time.